God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for joining me. Dr. Kazumba Charles here. God is sending you help. It doesn't matter what you're going through today. It doesn't matter what you're facing. I want to assure you that God is sending help to you. On today's program, we're going to look at the helper, the Holy Spirit. Stay tuned and we'll be right back. Welcome to Kingdom Insight with Dr. Kazumba Charles. This program is designed to help you discover treasures and truth from God's Word and also give you deeper insights and understanding of the character and nature of God. Here is your host, Dr. Kazumba Charles. What makes a difference in our lives is uh, the power of the Holy Spirit. Remember the great promise that Jesus had made to his disciples? He said, uh, wait here, I will go to the Father and I will send you another helper, the comforter, and that is the Holy Spirit. In life, it doesn't matter what you may be battling or what you may be going through or what has uh, pinned you to the corner. God has already sent help. God is our help. And we're going to look at uh, the helper, the Holy Spirit. We're going to do a series on uh, the working of the Holy Spirit. Because without the Spirit of God and without the power of the Holy Spirit, we can't do anything in this uh, life. He's the one who enables us. He's the one who empowers us. He's the one who reminds us of the goodness of God and reminds us of the Word of God. So on today's program, my goal and my desire is uh, to share with you that God is sending help to you. God has already sent help, I may say. It doesn't matter what you're going on, which, what is going on in your life right now. God is sending help and that help is the Holy Spirit. So all we need is to get hold of the Holy Spirit. All we need is that to understand the working of the Holy Spirit. Because sometimes when we are in a situation uh, that is, uh, you know, um, beyond our understanding, we forget uh, that God is our helper. So today we're going to begin by looking at uh, Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6 to 9, because uh, in this passage we see the working of of the power of the Holy Spirit. We see how God through His Spirit can empower you to do greater and mighty things in your life or to pull through any situation that you may be in or you may be facing. Because God's Spirit is given to us, not for goosebump feeling, not for us to, you know, uh, roll on the carpet when He touches us, but to empower us and enable us to do extraordinary things for the kingdom of God. God. So in uh, Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6 to 9, we're going to see something that is very unique here. We're going to take some time because uh, we're doing this series, we're going to take some time to understand uh, the working of the Holy Spirit. To understand how the power of the Holy Spirit can enable you to do things that you could not do in your own strength. To do things that you could not do in your own wisdom. Or to, 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 to empower you to do extraordinary things for the kingdom of God. We begin to understand, first, sometimes uh, we want to change our situation or situation in our lives. We want to change that with our own strength and with our own understanding. It doesn't work that way. 
If you want something that is sustainable, if you want something that is uh, greater and powerful, something that will go a long way, it is actually being, it is to do something with the power of the Holy Spirit. In, 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 uh, in Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6 to 9, we see something very special. An angel appears to Zerubbabel and uh, shows him a lampstand and many other things. But the key there is the word that came from the, the Lord through the angel. It says, uh, Then he said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. So the angel of the Lord began to show Zechariah, as we read in Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6 to 9, it says, uh, So he answered me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel not by strength or by mighty, but by my spirit, says the Lord of Hermes. What are you great mountains? What are you great mountains before Zerubbabel? You will become a plain and he will bring out the capstone accompanied by shouts of grace, grace to it. I love that. Zerubbabel's hand have laid the foundation of this house, and his hands will complete it. Then you will know that the Lord of hosts has sent me to you. So the angel is telling Zerubbabel what he's going to accomplish here. Zerubbabel uh, uh, was instrumental to lay the foundation. He was instrumental to lay the foundation. It's like uh, his human strength uh, laid him to lay the foundation. But the enablement and the power of uh, the Spirit of God is going now to help him do what? He's going to help him accomplish the purposes uh, or the purposes that God had called him to. While Zerubbabel would be instrumental in accomplishing God's purpose here, it could only happen through the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why the angel was telling Zerubbabel, uh, it is not by power, but by my spirit. It is not by our human strength, but it is by the spirit of God. Zerubbabel laid the first Jews that were returning from Babylon. Let me give you a quick background here. Zerubbabel laid the first Jews that were returning from the Babylonian captivity, but they needed to rebuild the second, to build the second temple. The first temple had been destroyed when Jerusalem had been captured by the Babylonians. It was not as e an easy task. Through the leadership and the strength of Zerubbabel, they had managed to lay the foundation, but they couldn't accomplish the, 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 build, the building. They had uh, great challenges. They were faced with a lot of challenges. But the God appears to Zerubbabel to remind him through an angel to say, the work that you're about to do is not going to be accomplished by your power, but it is going to be accomplished by the power of the Holy Spirit. Hence that term, it is not by power, but by my spirit. 
You see, many things, many times we want to accomplish what God has called us to or to enter into a season that we want to enter into, but we want to use our own strength. I want you today to rest in the presence of God. I want you today to put it down and say, God, I realize I cannot uh, fulfill what you've called me to fulfill until I lay it down before you because it's not by power. It's not by power, it's not by mighty, but by the power of the Holy Spirit. So if it is by the power of the Holy Spirit, then you and me have to surrender to the Spirit of God so that He can lead us, so that He can sustain us, He can direct us. Not only does He come to comfort us, we're going to be looking at all those things, but He comes to guide us, to guide us to where God wants us to go, to guide us to what God desires to do with our lives. It is a beautiful thing when God begins to guide you, but God has to guide us when when we submit our spirit to God himself. We are living in a time and season where we need clearly to understand that without the power of the Holy Spirit and God's grace, we can't live a victorious life. We can't step into the destiny that God has called us. We can't even pursue God because it takes the power of the Holy Spirit to do what? To pursue God, to do the work of God. So we begin to understand that without the power of the Holy Spirit, it is almost impossible even to live for God. It's impossible to fellowship with God because they, the presence, I mean, the, 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 the Holy Spirit is like uh, the oil or the fuel that we need in our lives in order for us to continue moving forward with God and He begins to guide us. Whatever you need in life, whatever you need in, in your life today, trust me, if you're going to trust the Holy Spirit, if you're going to trust the Word of God and revealed by the Spirit of God, then you're going to reach where you need to go and do exploits for the kingdom of God. It takes the Holy Spirit. Listen, a gift alone cannot do what God desires to do. A gift alone without the oil, without the praises of God, and without the anointing of God or the Spirit of God is nothing but dry. God doesn't want you to be dry. God wants you to be refreshed. Because as you pursue life and you pursue anything in this world, without the Spirit of the living God, you're going to be frustrated. Because flesh will give birth to flesh. And the Spirit will give birth to what is spiritual and also direct you in the natural. So we begin to see that it's a great mistake in our lives to try and live our lives for God without the very breath of God, which is the Holy Spirit. It is almost impossible, let me re-emphasize on that, it is almost impossible to live our lives without the breath of the Holy Spirit, without the Spirit of God Himself. And it's unfortunate that many of us, we have uh, only the, the building, which is just uh, the name as uh, Christians, but we're lacking, we're lacking the very presence of God or the Holy Spirit. He is our comforter, yes. 
He is our guide years, and yet he and and, and, and he is our director as well as our enablement and empowerment. Living life without the power of the Holy Spirit results into fruit, fruitless life, unending struggles, and giving up. You see, life without the Holy Spirit, life without the power of the Holy Spirit, that's why the, the, the angel had to remind Zerubbabel in the scripture that we read that it is not by power, Zerubbabel. It is not by your strength, the Zerubbabel. It is not by your might, Zerubbabel. It is by the power of the Holy Spirit. So living life without the power of the Holy Spirit or without being, you know, uh, or without being enabled by the Holy Spirit results in a fruitless life where you don't see any changes in your circumstances. You don't see an end, you know, any end to the struggles because the helper is not there. When the helper is absent, guess what happens? Strength is absence as well. I, I remember we were, we were moving uh, one day and uh, we had just moved to the city. We didn't know anybody and uh, the, we, had some, we had gone to buy some couch. My wife, by then she was pregnant. I, I, I couldn't, uh, she couldn't come and help me. So it was only me trying to get uh, those uh, couches out of the rental car into the house. It was frustrating. It was very difficult. It was heavy. It was, uh, you know, um, uh, it took up all my strength and, and I, I almost broke myself. And you know, if uh, you don't have help lifting something heavy, you can break your spine. You can break your bones. That's why God has not told us to live this life without the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes, without the power of the Word as well. That's why Jesus emphasized to his disciples to say, unless I go to the Father, unless I go to the Father, I will will send you another comforter. I need to go to the Father so that I can send you another helper, the Holy Spirit. They needed the Holy Spirit to proclaim the gospel. They needed the Holy Spirit to sustain them. They needed the Holy Spirit to move in the things of God, to hear the voice of God. Today, if you look in the Christian world, uh, very few believers are in tuned into the Holy Spirit. We are in tuned to, um, you know, to, um, to all these uh, political stuff that is going on conspiracy theories that goes on. But that is how the enemy, you know, stifles the voice of God from the children of God because it's going to put other voices so that we can miss the mighty, powerful voice that we need. And that voice is the voice of the Holy Spirit. So God has not called us to live a Christian life within, within our own power. God is, has not called us to live this life or to live for his kingdom in within our own power or our own wisdom. 
but through the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. That is so powerful. Imagine God calls you, but it doesn't say you're going to use your strength. All I want you to do is obedience to step into some place, and then I'm going to do the rest. I'm going to do what I need to do with you. That's what God has said. So God has not called you to fulfill your dreams or to fulfill your call without the helper, the Holy Spirit. God hasn't called you for that. That's why you see, that's why we get frustrated along the journey. We get frustrated along the way because we are trying so hard to fulfill something that only the power of the Holy Spirit can fulfill. Only the power of God can fulfill. It is the Spirit of God that can take you from a place of nowhere, a place of nobody, to a place of uh, something valuable. It is not man. Yes, Holy Spirit will use man to take you there but you got to have the Holy Spirit first. You got to enable the Spirit of God in you to begin to work in your life. That's how we get to where we need to go. So the Holy Spirit, I want to emphasize this because uh, what we, 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 we think of the Spirit of God is uh, to give us feelings, just have feelings and then we feel those goosebumps and we, we, we are fulfilled. If that is the only level of the Spirit of God that you have experienced, then I would say this, unfortunately, that is a cheaper version of that Spirit because is expensive. When he shows up, he comes to lead. He comes to guide. He comes to provide. He comes to protect. He comes to empower. He comes to take you to where you need to go. That is the power of the Holy Spirit. So if you need to move to what God wants you to do, or to move into a direction that is sustainable, you're going to need to submit your life to the Spirit of God so that He can lead you. Remember, Zerubbabel had laid the foundation with his strength. That is good, but he could not accomplish the purposes that was intended for that building without the power of the Holy Spirit. Whatever the Bible tells us in uh, John 3 verse 6 that uh, whatever is born of flesh is what? Is flesh. Because the flesh will give birth to flesh. If you walk in uh, flesh, you're going to get frustrated. Because the flesh always gives birth to flesh. Flesh gives birth to frustrations. Flesh gives birth to, you know, uh, uh, healing the voices that says you can't do, you can't be. But uh, if, uh, and then John 3, 6 says what? Uh, 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 whatever is born of flesh is uh, flesh. But whatever is born of spirit is spirit. Why is that significant? That is significant because for the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit. And the spirit, what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other so that you are not you are, you, you are not to do whatever you want. So it's like the flesh will pull you to the weaknesses of your strength while the 
Spirit will pull you to the strength that God has provided for you. Now, this is not just talking about sin here. It is talking about just the flesh itself. The flesh is what? We want to do things in our own carnal mind. We want to want to get something or be, you know, for God to do something in our lives. But we are using our own wisdom. We're using our own imagination. We're using our own, you know, strength. That is not what God has called us to. And that cannot get you to where you need to go. What gets you to where you need to go when you are, you are born of the Spirit of God, submitted to the leading of the Holy Spirit, and uh, be directed by the Spirit of God. You can go any places, it doesn't matter where, as long as the Spirit of God is with you, as long as the presence of God is in you, you can do wonders, and God can do wonders through you, and you can reach your destiny. They may fight you, they may call you names the enemy may try to attack but as long as the presence of God is with you who the Holy Spirit is there there is no power in hell there is no power on earth that can destroy the purposes of God for your life all you need to have a transformation in your life and to have a change in your life is the power of the Holy Spirit Galatians chapter 5 verse 17 to 18 says this, But if you are laid by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The law comes to condemn, but you are laid by the Spirit of God. That means that uh, the Spirit of God is what is controlling you in another way. In, uh, in, in The good word to use there is it is what is influencing you. It's going to influence your decisions because it's the Holy Spirit. It's going to influence your, your, your vision. It's going to influence your heart desires. It's going to influence what you speak and what you do. It's going to influence where you go. That is why Jesus had to emphasize, wait here until I send another comforter, until I send the Holy Spirit. We begin to understand when the Spirit of God is living in you, there is a, an evidence, evidence of a, not only excelling in, in so many things that you may do, because He is enabling you. The Holy Spirit is not a failure. Jesus is not a failure. God is not a failure. When you have Jesus in your life and you have the Spirit of God, as well as God the Father, when you are submitted to them, you can never be a failure at all because they've never failed before. Here is the evidence of the Holy Spirit. The evidence of the Holy Spirit leading is the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 to 23. Galatians 5 22 verse 23 says, says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, against such things there is uh, no law. Now, what, what the scripture is telling us here is that uh, when the Holy Spirit is with you, when the Holy Spirit is in you, the fruit of the Spirit or the, the praises or the evidence of the Spirit of God being in your life is that you're going to walk in peace. That's what it says there. You're going to walk in peace. You're not going to panic. 
when things are not working out, you're going to walk in peace. Why? Because that is the fruit. He is around. He is, he is with you. You are not scared. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit is uh, love. You're going to walk in love. Love love for God, love for other people, and love for what God is doing in your life. And then secondly, you're going to have the joy. You can never get to where you need to go without the joy of the living God. You can never, you know, do wonderful things in your life without the joy of the Lord. The flesh kills the joy of the Lord. The spirit gives the joy of the Lord because the spirit of God will sustain you and empower you to keep moving forward. You need that joy. You need that joy in your life. Now, again, the evidence of the spirit is with you is peace. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, uh, that's why I say it's not just about a goosebump feeling. It's not just about a jaking and shaking there. When the presence of God comes, he brings assurance over your life. He is bringing assurance to you to say, I am with you. Fear not. I am with you and I will sustain you and I will be with you. That's what the Holy Spirit does. He comes when he shows up, there is peace. You are not going to panic. That's why the scripture we read in Zechariah chapter 4 there, uh, verse 6, when the angel spoke to Zerubbabel, he was telling him, it's not by might, it is not by, 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 by your strength, or, or it is not by power or by might, but by the power of the Holy Spirit, which means that you just have to rest. The angel is telling to Zerubbabel, just rest, relax, I got this. I got this, Zerubbabel. You don't have to worry now. I got this. Relax right now. It is not by power and it's not by might. It is by the power of the Holy Spirit. I feel the Holy Spirit telling me to tell you today that uh, relax, relax. Don't panic about what is going on in your life. Settle down right now in the presence of God. It doesn't matter how things have gotten bad. It doesn't matter. When the Spirit of God comes upon you today, He's giving you love, He's giving you joy, He's giving you peace. And above all, here's what it says here. Here's what it says here. He's going to give you patience to see the things of God manifest in your life. And also, as you have patience, you're going to be kind. There is kindness that comes upon you. That is the evidence. And also the goodness of God. The, the, the gifts of God are without sorrow. That's why here, God is going to give you the goodness. You experience the goodness of God. And the last point there is, uh, uh, sorry, another one is uh, faith. You're going to be faithful to God when the Spirit of God comes upon you. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you become faithful to God, faithful to serve Him because He is giving you what you never had or could never get in within your strength. And then let's end with this one here. He's going to give you gentleness, gentleness with people as well as self-control. How do we know a person is walking by the power of the Holy Spirit? Uh, not only is it, uh, you know, abundancy that God will put upon your life, uh, 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 you know, prosperity in any area of your life, but there is a gentleness. 
there is gentleness, self-control, there is faithfulness in God, then we know you got the praises of God, you got the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not given for goosebump feeling or for us to, you know, to, to swim on the floor. He's given to us to enable us, to empower us, to sustain us, to guide us, to empower us to do what God wants to do with our body. So today I pray that you stop Stop right now condemning yourself or feeling overwhelmed. Submit to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Surrender your problem to God right now. Surrender your struggles to God right now. Surrender to the Holy Spirit. And today, He is going to manifest in your life like never before. Come on, let's pray right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for my sister watching right now, and I thank you for my brother. I declare the power of the Holy Spirit upon their situation right now. We speak healing and deliverance and we speak provision and we dismantle every hold every stronghold of the enemy over their lives over their family over their finances over their marriage we break it down by the power of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name we pray Amen and amen. You are there. You've never given your life to God. You can never walk in the power of the Holy Spirit. I want to invite you. I want to kindly invite you to know this Holy Spirit so that you can be sustained by Him and empowered by Him. Just say, dear Jesus, I surrender my life to you. Forgive me of my sin. Cleanse me. I repent of my sins and I give my life to you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, we're going to continue on this topic we go in our next topic we're going to look at uh, in our next program next week we're going to look at uh, who is this holy spirit that god has sent to you and i to help us until then god bless you shalom shalom thank you for watching kingdom insight dr kazumba charles has written some powerful and insightful books that will help you discover treasures and truth of god's word and also give you a deeper understanding of the unchanging character of god for a love gift of twenty dollars our office will send you one of the following books written by dr kazumba charles the parables of the kingdom revisiting the foundations the weapon of forgiveness or discovering the power of god in you Please go to www.kazumbacharles.org to give your love gift. Your love gift will enable Dr. Kazumba Charles to continue to preach the good news of the kingdom. Thank you for your generosity.